Listening Dog Media. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. And I'm delighted to say that with us we have um, a Hot Mess Mum indeed, but she's not just a lady who lunches. In fact, she doesn't have time to be a lady who lunches. She is part of the uh, Housewives of Cheshire. I'm one, but I'm not on the telly with that. And uh, also, she is founder of the fashion powerhouse that is Forever Unique. But more important than that, she's just a glowing, shining example of how you should be at a certain stage in life. And she's a wonderful mum too. It's Seamus. We're delighted to be working with Cooker throughout this series. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be telling you all about their brilliant boiling water taps and the fantastic addition they are to any family home. I say it like that because I love it. Not only do they save time, Cooker taps are the most energy and water efficient appliance in the kitchen. A child save double push and turn mechanism also helps to protect curious kids. And curious mothers are 89, by the way. <laughs> For more information, visit cooker.co.uk. Uh, cooker, spell Q U double O K E R, of course. Our hot mess mums, telling it like it is, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Seema, how do you pronounce your last name? And how many times have people said that? Oh, I get it all the time. <laughs> like, so it's, yeah. Go on. Some people can't even pronounce my first name, let alone my name. Oh, gosh. Well, that, all right. So well, that's progress. All right. Shall I have a go and then see if I'm right? Yeah, go on. Seema Molhotra. Yes. You've got it in one. Yay. Yes. And I didn't listen to that on Google. I promise. I didn't. I didn't. Have you been practicing? <laughs> I like to do, you know, I like to do my research. But yeah, I have actually. Yeah. Kelly, I've saved you the embarrassment because I did it. I know. It's sometimes I say to her, I'll ask them before we start. It's okay. I'll ask them. <laughs> but we don't know. It's quite easy. Malhotra. Malhotra. Yeah, yeah. Hot, Boom. you see. Baby yeah, opportunity. I really emphasize that. Malhotra. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got, let's talk about that first because I was saying that to Jenny. I really want to talk to her because obviously Jenny is such an icon for like 50, you know, looks amazing, has this incredible, healthy sort of outlook on life. And you are the same. So you turned 50. Was it August last I year? I did, yeah. And, and look at you. I mean, Jenny was saying that to me. She was like, gosh, I saw her in the gym. She's gorgeous, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's amazing to have this for women because we all dread aging, yeah. you know, and there's always been this thing about it, hasn't there? You know, it's easier for men than it is women. But it's so wonderful to have amazing women like you and Jen in your 50s looking not like you in your 50s, if you get me. Yeah. So I what think, do, do you know, I, I personally feel that's just changed over time because, I don't know, I just grown as a British Asian girl, you know, my mum was the typical housewife that 
all she did was stay indoors, cook, feed us all, you know, never went to the gym. And, you know, just growing up, I always just think, mom, you know, you can go out, you can be yourself and look after yourself, go to the gym. But it just wasn't the expected thing, you know, as an Asian mom to do. So for me, it was so important growing up. I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to break the rules here. You know, you can be a mum, a good mum. But if I want to go out, I'm going to go out to the gym. I want to look after myself. So it's about just looking after you. No one else is going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was just really important because sort of that generation of my parents, my aunties, they never did. They just spent most of the time looking after everyone else. And, and yeah, I think what well, our mantra is now, you know, you have to look after yourself before you can look after anyone else. I mean, our parents did yeah. it beautifully, but we are another generation. And uh, this is a sort of a, another way of, I think we're the first really of our generation to be living the way we do. Um, so it's no pressure for us really. Ah, But, you know, it, it's... <laughs> you know, for me, I, I don't know. I've always exercised a little bit. I try and listen, I'm not perfect, you know, and I'm not saying you've got to have a strict regime, <laughs> but everything in moderation, you know, mm. gosh, this weekend I've, I've partied Friday and Saturday, but then I know, you know, I'm back on it as soon as yeah. Monday hits. So it's just getting a balance. It's like anything in life. I've got two girls. And for me as well, my sort of motivation is I want them, I want to be a shining example to them. Yeah in so many ways but also one of them is that I don't want them to think oh you know she kind of when she got to a certain age and she just gave up on herself and I think you do I mean you've got two beautiful boys of course who I see you go holiday you know your party and they, they still go on holiday with you um, yeah I mean my my boys like the men I mean 25 well 26 actually nearly and 22 uh, but you know for me I had them young I was 25 when I had Neil but for me, it was just very much, I, I wanted to grow up with, well, them to grow up with us as, you know, like they're my friends. You know, again, it was, maybe it takes me back to when I was younger, you know, my parents were amazing, but, you know, my my father was a very strict Indian man and it was like, you're not going out, you can't do this. So I just wanted to make sure whatever I did with my boys is that we had that relationship um, where we were just going to be like the best of friends. And I love it. I mean, I don't mm. think they want to come on holiday with me again this Christmas. I said, Mom, this is the last time. But they love doing the Christmas holiday because they know it's the best one. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Very clever. But yeah. um, I don't, I'll keep doing it as long as they're happy to come away with us. It keeps us young. I went out on, I, I invited myself to uh, Coddy's 21st. She didn't even know. <laughs> I surprised her. And I was absolutely shitting myself because I got on the train. Yeah, you, you did know. that video on the train. You were like, I don't know whether I've done the right thing. Oh, now. I know. The scene it was so funny because, you know, when you just all uh, really impulsive and I went, yeah, sod it. I'm just going to get on the train. I know where she's going in London for her party and she's down at uni. I got on the train. I was like, what the hell have I done? Oh, but do you know what? what? The they Inside, they love it. Let me tell yeah. you. They're never going to yeah. tell us that. But, that. you know, I've, I've heard Neil in the past saying to his mates, you know, my mum and dad are all right. They're cool. Yeah. Deep down. <laughs> you were saying that your dad's quite strict because I mean you were really I mean obviously with Forever Unique um 
it's a huge um, empire now, you know, in the fashion world. But you had that sort of inclination towards fashion uh, way back when, didn't you? And um, what what did your dad think of that? And did he steer you that way? Or was it like, no, you're getting married and you're not going to have a career like that? And Yeah, he was very upset because... You know, I remember saying, I don't know, 14, 15, dad really want to do fashion. And he was like, fashion? Why fashion? Why not doctor? Be a doctor, Mm -hmm. be a lawyer. Because that was just a a typical stereotype, you know, comment that, you know, my dad would always say, you know, doctor, you know, it had to be a, you know, for him, something a lot more higher. But to me, this is my passion. This is what I wanted to do. Um, and I, I did. I got a scholarship to go to St. Martin's. Yes. And my dad, my dad was like, no, you're not going. You're, you're going to get but that's massive to get a scholarship to go there is off the radar. Yeah. I mean, it's very hard to get. Wow. And my, my dad was like, no. And um, he was like, next year, we, you know, you're going to get married and yeah, that's what happened. I actually met my husband, who I'm obviously Sandeep, um, who I never thought, well, personally, I never thought I would go through, you know, an arranged marriage, but I did. I actually met him through my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and within six weeks, we were engaged. Oh, wow. And yeah. you never you never lived with him until never. after never marriage? Yeah. Wow. I remember ringing my dad about two weeks after and I was really upset. And he's like, oh, what's happened? Did, you know, are you not happy? Um, You know, have you had an argument? And I was like, no, I just really don't like the way they live because not only did I have to live with Sandeep, I had to live Mm -hmm. with parents. Oh, no. It was was like... No offence to his parents. (laughs) Wow. His parents are amazing, but it was just difficult. Two women in one household is not easy. You know... Wow, and how long did you have to do that for? I lived together with his parents for eight years. (sighs) Yeah. So were you... (gasps) Did you go into the fashion course, though? Did you go? No, so I studied at Salford Uni. I got my degree there. And literally, as soon as I finished, my, my dad has introduced me, you know. I mean, listen, it wasn't like, oh, this is the guy and that's it. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. be with him. Uh, literally, I, I, I would have had a choice if it, if it wasn't the right one. But it was just crazy. The moment I met Sandeep, I just knew this was the guy that I wanted to be with. Just, he was like, maybe, you know, surrounded about around traditional Asian men. He was the first guy for me that I'd met, um, mm. you know, an Indian guy that was just so open-minded. He was like, you have to do what you're passionate about in life. And I don't want you just sat at home cooking, you know, I want you to get out and be you. And I was like, oh my God, this guy, like, he thinks the way I think and so we dated for six weeks and after six weeks it was me actually that said to Sandeep I want to marry you Mm. and he was like I'm not quite sure yet (laughs) because you hear some nightmares some awful stories don't you about arranged marriages in in your culture and it's 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 in you know it's good to know I mean I know a few people we live in sort of in the same area yeah um Kelly and uh yeah some people have had very like I've met quite a few have had arranged marriages and they've all been married for like over 25 years now or whatever but you know on the flip side would you do it for your kids I mean obviously no no no, not no no because you live very differently don't you I was very lucky you know Mm. I met my my perfect match and I'm telling you like if it wasn't right there was no way I would have gone ahead with it 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was quite headstrong like that. And even I didn't, I just went just to appease my dad, not even thinking I was going to meet the man of my dreams. You know, I just never thought that it was just one in a million. But for m- my children right now, you know, it doesn't matter to me who they marry long as, you know, they, they marry for the right reasons, you know, for love. Um, yeah. And I don't care who they marry. It doesn't bother me one bit. How's your family been with you being on the TV? If your dad's very traditional and obviously, you know, and you've got this powerhouse with the yeah. fashion business and everything and, and very well known as the lovely, lovely one on Housewives of Cheshire. Because <laughs> you. you are, you, you know, always come across so lovely. Um, how have they been with that? My father, God bless him, he's passed away now. But my mum and my, even my in-laws, you know, quite traditional. They've been so supportive. And if anything, joining the show, has opened their minds to everything. So now, you know, they're super proud at everything yeah. that I do. You know, my mother-in-law was in the dentist the other day in, in the waiting room and she's telling everyone because I was on a cover of, I don't know, a Cheshire Life magazine. She said, oh, look, everybody, that's my daughter, my daughter-in-law. And I was thinking, God, well, you weren't saying that 20 years ago when I wanted to do what I wanted to do. But you know what? Times change. You know, look, no one's perfect. And I think the main thing, as long as you learn, not from mistakes, but just change or broaden your mind of the way of thinking, it's fine for me, you know. You know, I think they've just completely so proud of what I do now at every level. It's interesting, is it? Because as you do get older, you realise when you look at your parents that really you have got to be open-minded and you've got to be prepared to go with the times, you know. Otherwise, you know, you'll lose that relationship you might have with your grandchildren. You'll feel really isolated, you know, if you stick to your old ways. And I remember my dad, he only passed away last year, 93. But I tell you what, Seema, at his funeral, I looked around and it was a young funeral because he always kept, you know, he, he accepted, you know, he was born in the 1920s, you know, but he has seen so much, you know, and he came over from South Africa because of apartheid, you know, and he was the wrong color when he got here, but the things he went through, but he was still sort of current, you know, he was on it. And I looked around and there were all these young people who were friends of his, you know, yeah. he loved his company, but that's because, and like we should all do, and this is for the future for you, Kelly, because when your kids are older, you just got to go with the time. You've got to fit in with, 100%. you know. I mean, you know, we, we have um, the grandparents around the in-laws the other day and my boys were having an open conversation. They were talking about mixed marriages. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, they've changed their ways so much. And dad was like, listen, we don't care. Long as you boys are happy in life, you know, you learn, you know, they've learned from seeing mistakes where relationships, they've forced them within the family with other of my, you know, my cousins and whatnot, and it's not worked out. So mm. why push something that's, you know, it's not right. So I think they've, they've changed massively, yeah. which is for the betterment. And the kids of this, you know, the generation now, they're brilliant. The way you know, my boys speak to, you know, my in-laws and they, they get it. Whereas yeah. I think for us, we it was harder for us because we were the ones that were trying to break change it. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Well, that's it. I was going to say, you have changed it. Mm. You know, they've changed because of you. Yeah. Because you fought back almost and and followed your heart and, and stood up to it all, still done what you wanted to, you know, which is amazing. Um, I think so. I mean, we, like I say, we were on holiday and I was just sat around the pool and these two Asian girls came over to me and they were just like, oh my God, we cannot uh-huh. thank you enough. 
And then her mum came over and she's like, oh, my daughter's doing fashion now. And she loves really? it. Really? Really pushing her into it. And yeah. the girls were saying it's just nice to have a fellow Asian on telly that's saying mm. it's okay. doesn't make me a bad person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's, um, I just feel, you know, I get a lot of people saying, oh, you're on the housewife. Yeah, but it's a great, you know what, you need to be for, for so many other, on so many other levels, I think, you know, for the substance you bring, you know, and the support and the inspiration that you're giving to, you know, your culture, that culture is 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 vital, you know, and I think you'll forever have people tapping you on the shoulder, won't you? <laughs> it, it does make you feel good because you get a lot of negativity with reality shows, yeah. You know, not just say mine or any reality shows that are out there, but for me, I just, you know, it's a platform for me to have a voice, you know, talk about issues that I've found difficult. So I've used it to the best of my ability, other than, you know, a, yeah, there's always going to be a bit of drama on that show, which is fine. Yeah, well, but yeah. for me, it's it's been great. I, I feel I wouldn't have lasted, I've done six years on it now. So it's, it's, oh, it's all right, that, isn't it? It's yeah. right, good innings. Yeah. <laughs> So how are you feeling as well? Because we know that you've been, because you were in, you were so glamorous even when you popped into hospital. Did you did you tell anyone what was going on? Because I know you've had um Yeah, it's, it's been, been ongoing. About it quite openly, you know, on the show. Um, yeah. And I've had, like, especially during COVID, I think the last oh, two years, because I couldn't get the right diagnosis, went to mm. the doctors and, you know, couldn't get the appointments to see the gynecologist. So I, I had a hysterectomy five years ago, kept my ovaries. And then basically um, in the last two years, my ovaries weren't working as well. And I kept they kept producing these ovarian cysts. Yeah. So I ended up in hospital twice with ruptured cysts during mm. lockdown. And when I eventually got to see the gynecologist, he was like, Seema, look, let's just get you back on track. Because basically just felt like shit every day. I'm tired. Mm. You know, see, that's another thing. I never spoke about the menopause with my mom growing up. It wasn't, it was a taboo. You don't yeah. sit oh, around. It, and that is, that's so true, though, for so, so many of that generation. I was brought up by my nan. She never spoke about it. And I told her about Jenny and I. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. And she went, why do you talk about it? Like, <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't talk about that. That's not, that's not something you discuss. It's personal. Did you know when I was going through it, when you were little? I said, no, I didn't. But times have changed. Mm. You, you've got to, haven't you? I think because it affected me so much. Be it, yeah. you know, it affected my work at home. I live in a household full of men that just <laughs> are boys are like, oh, it's because she's on a um, a reality drama show more. A dad, that's why she's being like that. But it really upset me. Like I'm so forgetful. Yeah, a business meeting. Um, you know, with the designers, and I can't remember that. I've only just tried the the samples on last week, and I was like, oh no, I've never seen them before. And they were like, no, you did. You were the one that did the fits. And I was like, oh, God. So then you actually think, God, am I losing my mind? You know, mm. coming home in the afternoon, having a nana nap. I have never had a nana nap in my life. And I'd literally <laughs> would just lie on the sofa and I'd be gone. So all these things, you know. And I Oh, see me, you're making me laugh. Jenny nana naps every day. <laughs> we talk about that a lot on the podcast you as really well. It's a nana nap. Now I don't yeah. feel bad. Like, you know, because I've always... I'm always on the go and I think it's wrong. You know, I could be doing something, but it's mm, a oh way God. of listening to your body. If you need that heart, I know that now, whereas before that half an hour, it's like, oh, I've got to do this. But do you know what? Work will always be there. It can wait. Things can wait, you know. That's always. what I learned. Yeah. yeah. 
So basically, you got your ovaries whipped out and made a remarkable recovery. And now I'm in like full blown um, menopause. So yeah, right, yeah, starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw actually on one of your podcasts, you speak to you spoke to Dr. Annie Mukherjee. Yeah, I've just there. messaged her today. <laughs> She's brilliant. I'm like, we love Annie. Bigger up. Oh my God. She is, yeah. She is a complete, I mean, she is our menopause guru, um, isn't she? She's up, yeah. up here in the north. She helped me with my thyroid yes, as well. She did. She's amazing. You know yeah. what I love about her? It's not just like, oh, take the HRT. It's, it's the no. way she explains it. And yeah. the fact that, you know, it's not just that, it's, you know, a bit of a lifestyle change mm-hmm. as well. Like, I just feel like me exercising, I never really did yoga, meditation. That's mm. now become something that's really helped me. You know, I yeah. was, it had to be a high impact class, you know. I was like that. I yeah. can't do that anymore. You know, I've got a dodgy knee, dodgy shoulder, everything hurts, getting old. So, yeah, it's just, uh, she's been brilliant. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. We are working with Cooker throughout this series. Cooker taps are a brilliant addition to any family home. They're Flex Fusion and Nordic taps look great in any kitchen. They're energy and water efficient and are safe to use with little ones running around. Now, one cooker mum is our very own. Yep, you've guessed it, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) You love it, don't you? You absolutely love your tap. Honestly, um, I had to to have a new kitchen because it's about 35 years old. And the one thing out of everything in my kitchen that I just drag people to look at straight away is my cooker tap. I'm not joking, it is a life changer. Genuinely, it is. And I'm like, please come and have a look at this. Look, and the one thing, I I was always boiling the kettle every five minutes, so of course with the tap, it's so quick because it just it just sort of delivers that boiling hot cup of water and no more. So it's energy saving, water efficient. It's just brilliant. Honestly, it's brilliant. I've got to get one. I've got to get one. Uh, to <laughs> learn more about Cooker, visit their website, cooker.co.uk. That's spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. With where you're at in your life, do you, because I I look at your designs and think anyone could wear that from somebody who's in her 20s to somebody who's 40 to someone who's 50. It's, it's, you've got that thing where everything's designed with a woman in mind of, Mm. uh, you know, of any age. So do, do you think about sort of where you are? are at in life when you're designing those clothes I know when people are going through perimenopause and menopause you know um get very hot you've got the flushes you've got you know the certain fabrics you can't wear so is that all something you build in as well when you're you're sort of looking at what you want to put out a hundred percent I think it's so important we had a design meeting um yesterday and I think because the brand's been going for some time and it's evolved so you know obviously I'm you know, in my 50s, as my nieces have grown up now, they love the brand. So I just take input from every woman, every age, and I want to bring it in the collection. And sometimes the designers say, God, see me, you make things difficult because we're trying to cover all spectrums. But for me, I think it's really important because taking back to what we said at the beginning, women of our age, we're looking after ourselves much more. Yeah. We don't want to be dressing frumpy. No, no. I don't want to wear a long... You know, I do wear a pleated skirt, but, you know, I want to feel sexy when I go out. So, you know, I just think women are looking after themselves more. We want to look great. So why can't we dress like that? Absolutely. It's amazing, isn't it? I I love that you do that, though, because there are some really big sort of... um 
high street brands out there. And I was talking to someone who worked for one of them. And she said to me, it's just such a shame because all we do is pitch to the younger audience. Mm. So we've got these pop stars who are our faces for it. And what it's doing is it's cutting off our mums and our mums are actually our biggest players. Yeah, that's it. And and that's just nonsense, isn't it? We shouldn't, as women, look at that and think, well, we can't buy that because you've got so-and-so's face on it. And you don't do that, which I... I just love, I think it's so wonderful that a, a girl or a woman can look at you, your brand and go, I can wear that. But and, and, and as a, as a, you know, customer for, for the likes to say your, your company, um, Seema, yeah. you know, Connie's 21, I'm 53, but we look at, we share, like we'll share screenshots of stuff all the time, you know, while she's down in you, she's mum, what about this one? And it's because bearing in mind, she wants me to get it so she can wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous she can come and share my wardrobe anytime honestly because I've just got boys I would I miss that but I think for us the brand because it's obviously evolved over the years it's that real sort of mother-daughter mm. kind of thing. um and like I say in the design meeting yesterday I was fighting for a dress I was like no we're going to put some sleeves into the dress I want a double layer of the fabric because I want it to just cinch me in yeah Look me in. So it's it's just we try and tick all lengths. We'll go for the mini length. We'll do a midi. We'll do a maxi mm. sleeveless with a sleeve. It's just finding fabrications that you know. I I still want to look good. I don't want to be you know told that I'm just going to wear a frumpy dress or something. You know, we, yeah. we look after ourselves. Why not? Absolutely. And it's all about, you know, at the moment, especially because I think, you know, a lot of people's self-esteem is quite low. You know, they've been tucked away. It's it's a feeling you get, isn't it? Because I think people haven't been out and about. They haven't put, been putting themselves out there. They haven't been in circles, you know, those normal circles, maybe in the workplace or even just going out. Um, so I think all that has considerably sort of dropped. So, you know, the, it's all about sort of giving people confidence again, isn't it? I think we have to start again in some ways from the last yeah. couple of years. Well, we listen, like I say, over the, the last two years, even me personally, yeah, I, I wasn't well, I was going through, you know, I've put weight on with the menopause, I put on like half a stone. So even my confidence, you know, I, I was like, oh, I want to produce stuff that I can still wear, still feel good. Okay, mm. I've gained a bit of weight. You just want comfort. Yeah. And we were all lounging around the house, weren't we? And we were cooking, eating nonstop. Yeah. Um, but I, I fight for those pieces in the collection. Oh, you cool. know. Well, if you need anyone to fight for your corner, just I'll just oh, wait around. Just... I'll be like behind you at your meeting, at, at your big table, your big, you know, co- going you like there. that. Yeah, I, I think what she says. Yeah, yeah, I think what she says. <laughs> but you know what I love about fashion as well at the moment? You know, this sort of um, whole loungewear has become a thing, mm. you know, this dressing. Even going into work, it's fine. You know, I got asked a question the other day, you know, is it okay to go to the office? But kind of how do we dress a bit more cash? And of course you can do it. Mm. You know, you just throw on a, a nice blazer. I just put a T-shirt on. I went in some really funky jogging pants to work yeah. the other day. They felt smart. Yeah, could dress it up with some heels even, couldn't you? I love the heels. What do you think? Have you been watching and just like that? It's only because I watched it last night. I was such a saddo. And I was thinking, I can't watch it. Can't you? No, because I'm such a big fan of oh. Sex and the City and I love Big and I read the spoiler oh. before and I just don't, I just, I don't, oh. there's a real part of me that's holding on thing. You should have just left it where it was, oh. you know, in the good times. Yeah, but not when you're 50, Kelly. Um, 
I know, but he's dead. <laughs> Sorry for no, not that. Oh, great. I can't believe you just said that. But oh, no. you not watched, well, you've watched it. Yeah, though, so you know. but I mean, just the whole watched. thing about they're all fit. They're all in their 50s now. And, oh, how, and they look yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I love that. But I just I can't watch it. Have you have you watched it? I've watched it. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Is it good? It's amazing. It and is. I love the style. You know, mm. I love the fact oh. that they, they just go out with colour. You know, forever you need, we're all about colour. You know, yes. it's nothing boring. Nothing. It's no. a statement. You know, it just, for me, it empowers what I've always loved. Like, you know, do you remember growing up in the 90s and it was the supermodels and they were just yeah. powerful women? Weren't they? You think Cindy Crawford, oh. you know, oh, Helena Christensen. I mean amazing powerful women we'd never seen anything like that and you know Naomi Campbell um just an amazing time and just to see you know that sort of you know those powerful women but beautiful women how even you know I look I follow them now to see how they're getting on I do honestly (laughs) I do exactly the same but I think you know they were massive icons and now for me you know, a programme like Sex in the City. I mean, they're iconic. I mean... Mm. And it pushes out, the boundaries, but... doesn't she, as well, Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker. I just love her. Everything she puts on, I think, God, I could never get away with that. But she gets away with everything. And she's just... But you can. Yeah, the you can. The thing is, it's effortless. Mm. You know, it looks like she's just thrown it on and wow. Yeah. And that's what I love. I love when people dress like that. I hate when you overthink something. Mm. Do you know what I really love? I'm interested about this. I really got into it last night. Uh, I don't know why, but bored. And I I was looking at it and I thought, she hasn't overdone it either. She hasn't really played on trying to look. She's not gone for looking exactly the same as she did back then. She's aged gracefully, hasn't she? So gracefully, she's embraced who she is, yeah. how she looks. Hasn't she? That's, really refreshing, that's I, I thought. Yeah. And I think more women need to do that. Like, mm. don't to be something that you're not. Like, if we don't know at this stage in our life mm. what we feel good in or what's comfortable, I mean, look, some people don't know, but I think just stick to, your, you know, if you've got a style and you love it, own mm. it. And be happy in your own skin and don't sort yeah. of try and pretend to be what you were, be what you are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm loving exactly. this. It's such therapy, isn't it? Hey, we could do this for ages. I can't believe you live around the corner and haven't spent like three you days on your round. sofa. <laughs> she will do. She'll be knocking on your door in an hour. Um, as, well, as well as Forever Unique, obviously, you've got the aesthetics company and yeah. the wonderful, I never know if I say this right, and I've actually been and had a meal there, Menagerie. Menagerie. Yeah. Yes, yes. We, the last went, time, we had trapeze artists yeah. like above the table. My husband was just like, I went and I went, and this guy behind me got his was stripping and got his bits out. Oh, I never <laughs> I, that didn't happen when I was there. I, know. I, I thought if only Kelly was here, I picked the right off. He's afternoon. amazing, that guy, yeah, honestly. isn't he? I couldn't oh, look, fantastic. I was so shy, I couldn't look. <laughs> no, what? honestly, I couldn't look. I was like, oh. Oh, God. oh, but oh, it's fantastic! It's such an experience. Oh, yeah. It's just brilliant there. I mean, again, well, what you've done is there's a crossover because I want to go. Connie loves it there, mm. and again, you know, you're crossing yeah. over where mums, daughters, you you know, all have a good time there. Yeah, I mean, we fell in love with um, obviously uh, Karina, yeah. who is the biggest shareholder of Menagerie, and she's behind um, the whole vision. And um, you know, I just love the fact that. There was this restaurant where, you know, we wanted it to be all about the food, but then she's created this catwalk mm. that runs right through the restaurant um, and there's entertainment. Yeah. So, you know, and I don't know many places that do that. And 
the vibe that I think we've created, or I should say Karina's created, because it was it is her vision, is just brilliant. Mm. Like you say, you know, it's it feels like a really safe environment to be in. You're not going to, you know, because I at my age, yeah, I do still like to go out and stuff, but I want to go and sit and have a meal. Yeah. Don't want to be pushed around where there's crowds of people. Absolutely. I, I like to know there's a chair somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I need a chair. <laughs> I can't do it if it's too noisy I need a chair but I also need to be able to hear the person next to me if I can't then I'm like oh god but she's really cleverly yeah. created such an amazing atmosphere and, and you know over lockdown honestly it's become more about the food mm. because you know it wasn't just about the sort of party atmosphere and the restaurant is flying at the moment right. I can't even <laughs> it's like honestly so it's, it's good news yeah it's doing really well really oh, well good it's so good to hear yeah like you know because it's a, obviously lockdown's just affected so many but we just don't think about that mm. you know before we came on with you I didn't even think you know yes you've got this international clothing brand and none of us were going out so you just yeah, don't yeah. think about how everyone's we, been affected by we, it we hit from every angle and <sighs> I think was hit yeah. well, it, massively yeah. Um, and I think we've done such a good job because it was a nightmare you know especially after Christmas everyone getting Covid again mm. it's, it's been horrific but do you know what we're it's probably been our strongest you know year yeah. and with the karma of Sandeep <laughs> just you know Even just keeping everything I really I'm I'm a Virgo, I'm a perfectionist, you know, I like panic over the most stupidest things. Um, but he's just like, it's going to be fine. Everything will be fine. He always says, you just don't worry. There's always a solution to every problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You need that, don't you? It's that yin and yang, I think, and it and it works so well. Mm. My husband's quite similar. You know, there's nothing that can't be fixed. And if he'll come home and I'll be like, so-and-so sent an email and I don't know how to reply yeah. and I don't know what to do. And he just takes himself off into the office, mm. writes it all out for me. And he's like, there you go. What do you think? Yeah. Say that. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, we're just very, very different. But for me, that's, it's a key part yeah. of yeah. how we work together. So I totally get what you're saying. You and know. I think going back to you asking me before, how do you work together, your relationship? Mm. It is because we are so different at every le level. You know, I'm the gobby one, you know, and as you can see, I never shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just getting that balance. Yeah. And I think that's what works. And and as for and even with um, Housewives of Cheshire, obviously, I mean, you, you managed to film. You did film quite a bit, didn't you? In that in the past couple of years, or oh, you did bits and bobs. So during you? lockdown, it was it was crazy. Yeah, like, it must have been difficult. Actually, how, the whole process of how they had to do it. It was so difficult, yeah. and then certain cast members, crew members were coming down with COVID. And hats off to um, Monkey Kingdom, the production team. Mm. Uh, I think it's been a nightmare for him. And then obviously we all kept going down with it. Um, but we managed to make a show yeah. over the last, I think it was probably my hardest nine months of filming. Mm. Um, we only just finished pre-Christmas. Mm. Um, and I think towards the end, everyone was done in. It was, it's been hard. Yeah. Um, but, but I think we, we managed it. Yeah. And I think you've got the right approach with the, uh, with it as well haven't you I could you know you, you you know you know your role you know what you want out of it yeah. you know yeah. I think I, you're pretty savvy I, do you know what Jenny to be honest I'm just being me mm. and the only way 
to go into a show like this is you've just got to be yourself. Yeah. Don't overthink it. I don't come home, um, you know, because we do. There all these arguments that go down, they're really real. People and always it, ask it, me that. I said, listen, I live in Cheshire. I have no idea. Why don't you ask someone else? But they go, are they real? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> when, when it kicks off and then, you know, and I'm one of those, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. I've never in real life ever fallen out with anyone and I don't intend to ever start doing that. It's mm. not my thing. Um, so when arguments happen and then, you know, I want to resolve it and the other person doesn't. And then in the end, I would just be like, oh, do you know what? If that's how you want to be, that's fine. But I will kill you with my kindness. If I'm going to walk into a room, I'm always going to smile because that's how I was brought up. You know, my dad, one thing he always used to say, it doesn't matter. If someone doesn't like you, you just smile. Yeah. You know what? Love yourself. It doesn't matter. And that's what's probably got me through. Yes, for six years, I think so. Yeah. Well, I remember you and Stacey, you were kind of the two that tried not to get involved because you were very close, weren't you? She obviously isn't in it anymore. But so when she left... Did you feel a little sort of lost without her? Was there anyone else that you kind of got close to? Because you and her were those two that didn't bitch like a lot of them did. No, yet. no. We, we, I mean, we're still close to this day. We still hang out. And I think for Stacey, it just got to a point where, do you know when it starts affecting you, mm, um, yeah. mentally, yeah. you're going home thinking, oh, God, I've got to go and film tomorrow and mm. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And it, you get that awful feeling. And I think it got to a point where she just thought, this is not good for me. Mm. And she 100% did the right thing of walking away. And I think even though a lot of people would say to me, oh, what are you going to do? I knew in my heart, I'm going to be fine because mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm my own person. Yeah, we came in together and maybe that was a thing because we were so close. We didn't yeah. let the others in. But I had no worries mm. um, because I did have a friendship with, you know, some of the other girls before I even knew Stacey. Mm. So it, it didn't bother me. I am very much, stick me in a room, you know, with 100 people and I'd probably get on with all of them. Yeah. It wouldn't, you know, I always like to try and find something good in someone. And if I don't really... If there's not a connection, it's fine. Yeah, of course it is. You know, I'll still be I'll still be all right with you. But yeah, we probably won't be hanging out as much. And that's even on the show currently now, there's certain cast members. We're never going to be the best of friends, but it's fine. It's you know, we're all different for a reason because I think different makes the world go round. Yeah, exactly. And that's what makes it the show it is. And you know, a rich tapestry. We all need a bit of a yeah. rich tapestry. It's a, it's a good mix. Yeah, it, really, it is. It is. So, and, you know, I've genuinely over the years, I have laughed so much. And these, you know, um, cast members, friends that I've had before, there's been new people. They've literally been part of my life and I'll never forget them. It's been a journey, you know. You're so inspirational. I didn't know this morning was going to be like this. It's just um, been such a lovely conversation. Yeah. So many different things. Yeah, you so are. many different, on so thank many you. layers. So, yeah, and thank you, Seema. It's been an absolute joy. Yes, yeah, so you're looking so well. We'll have to go for dinner, the three yeah. of us. Yeah. All of us. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly will be out like a shot. Oh, God, get me out. Well, I lived in Manchester. I don't know. Yeah. I'm out in the countryside in the middle of nowhere. So any excuse oh, so to get me out. My husband would love that. He wants to be in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, think let's do it. Yeah, it's yeah. nice, but I don't go out much. I was in lockdown before lockdown, if you get me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll be up. I'll come up. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Well, thanks, girl. Yeah, thanks so Thank much. You. Yeah, and you no enjoy God. the rest of your day. And uh, namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Seema. Bye, Seema. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.
The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Thanks to Cooker for sponsoring this episode. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be telling you all about their brilliant boiling water taps and the fantastic addition they are to any family home. Not only do they save time, Cooker taps are the most energy and water efficient appliances in the kitchen. A child safe double push and turn mechanism also helps to protect curious kids. For more information, you can visit cooker.co.uk. That's spelled Q U O O K E R. 